Pittsburgh Steelers fans, welcome to a special edition podcast with Behind the Steel Curtain. Uh, first of all, happy Independence Day to all you, the listeners, and uh, my co-host and our special guest today. Uh, of course, I'm joined as always by uh, one podcast director, Brian Anthony Davis. I am, of course, Deputy Editor Michael Beck, and today we have a very special guest, Steelers Safety, Jordan Dangerfield. Jordan, how are you doing on this beautiful Independence Day? I'm doing, I'm doing good, trying to stay cool. I'm down in Florida trying to stay cool. Happy Independence Day to you and everybody. Well, thank you very much, Jordan. It's uh, great to have you on, especially on a holiday. And Michael, who hails from Canada, I have given him a quarter to a half citizenship since he covers the Pittsburgh Steelers. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so, uh, Jordan, we just wanna, wanted to go ahead and ask you, um, on, the, on the heels of the NFL canceling the Hall of Fame game in weeks one and four of the preseason, the NFL Players Association unanimously voted for no 2020 preseason games yesterday due to COVID-19. How does that affect you? They made it official, like no, none at all? They didn't make it official, but right. the, the, the Players Association voted on it all right, that all right. uh, to have none whatsoever. So right now you've already lost the uh, Hall of Fame game against the Cowboys in weeks one and four. So right now it stands to be two games. But there's a possibility that the Players Association is saying, we don't want any at all. No, I mean, I think that, not just me, but I think that would be big just for the whole the whole league. You know, a lot of guys use preseason games to, you know, get rid of the jitters, you know, just to get their blood flowing for the season. You know, it's like it's like kind of walk-throughs and run-throughs. And, you know, guys like me, preseason definitely helped me out in my career, absolutely. You know, I'm a, I'm a big fan of preseason games. Like I said, it helped me out. I might have the most snaps on the Steelers roster right now in preseason games, which, you know, I take that as a blessing, you know. So I, I have no problem with that. I enjoy it. I enjoy the process. And I enjoy those games to, you know, get warmed up for the season. And so with everything going on for you right now, what's what's kind of the average day look like from meetings to working out? What, what's the average day for you like? Yeah, well, last week we finished up virtual meetings. Uh, last week we finished up virtual meetings, but um, – I'll take you through the, pretty much my OTA phase from April to, to when we just finished up. I got up in the morning. I was on the field by like 7, done by 8, 8.30, went right over to uh, get a lift in. Got a lift in for about an hour and a half. We was away from about 8.30 to about 10. Got home by 10.30, made a quick breakfast, got cleaned up, showered, meetings from 11 to 1. And after that, it was like, you know, relaxing, spending spend time with the family, if I had to get another workout in, I tried to get some more cardio in. So it was like that pretty much for me, like Monday through Friday. And I'm now, you know, now I'm in the, we're in camp phase now, you know, get ready for training camp. You know, we don't know what, when it's going to start or what it's going to be right now, but I got to be ready. We all got to be ready in the league. So right now I will wake up in the morning, eight o'clock, eight o'clock run right after that lift. After that, rehydrate, eat rest up and I'll try to get another PM cardio in some somehow. And I'll do that definitely Monday at Monday through Saturday. So you're in Florida right now. I could see a beautiful background <laughs> where you're at. So Thanks. it looks like it's beautiful down there. Um Yeah, no, it's a nice day today. Nice nice day for fourth of July. Hopefully it doesn't rain, you know, during some during summer down here it rains like it can rain any day from anywhere from like two to four PM but it's quick. So hopefully it doesn't rain at all today. Well, I am in Maryland, and and Michael is in uh, Canada right now. And Maryland right now, it's uh, it was blazing hot yesterday. It was about ninety eight degrees. Maryland is beautiful. I, I miss Maryland. 
I do miss well, Maryland. Maryland's beautiful. Well, when you come through, we're we're definitely going to have to, you know, catch up. Go Towson Tigers, by the way. Absolutely. Thank you. <laughs> you know we what, Jordan, I, I'd love to ask you, you faced adversity in your life and your career with the passing of your dad in 2009, the discontinuation of uh, the football program in Hofstra that actually led you to Towson and multiple releases by the Steelers before finally sticking permanently in 2018. You've got a tattoo on your shoulder that reads, everything happens for a reason. Can you describe your resilience and what motivates you to keep pushing through? Uh, failing, not failing. You know, I had um, doubters throughout my whole life, you know, whether it, it was coming out of high school, I was a two-star, you know, pretty much no scholarship. People telling me I'm too slow, too short, can't do this, can't do that. So my biggest motivation was to try to just prove everybody wrong. You know, even in the league, you know, there's bloggers, you know how that goes, the media people, always counted me out every year since I've been with the Steelers. So that just motivates me. So I just want to definitely give a shout out to them too. It motivates me to, to, to be who I am today. You know, quick story. I had a teacher, my sixth grade teacher, I had a put like my goals and aspirations for what I want to be in the future. And I put, I want to be like Deion Sanders or Bo Jackson. I want to play in the NFL and the MLB. I want to play both and go professional. Um, she looked me like dead in my eyes, says, um, she won't accept it. You got to go back home, you know, think something else, write something else. And she wouldn't accept it at all. You know, lucky that my mom was, she was on like the, the board for the yearbook. So I got it in there still. But, you know, my teacher, her name was Miss Sullivan. So I just wanted to, she was one of, uh, that's where it started right there. That my motivation to prove her wrong. Like, you know, I feel like she had no hope in me. So was, that's when it's, the motivation started. Just prove, <clears throat> prove all my doubters wrong. Now, before I get in my next question here, uh, what position do you play in baseball? And who's your favorite team growing up? <laughs> I play shortstop and pitcher, and my favorite team still uh, New York Yankees. Okay, okay. I, I, grew up, I grew up in New, I grew up in New York, so that's why I was definitely big in uh, baseball. I grew up in Elmont, New York, and Long Island, and baseball is huge out there in New York. And Yankees were, were rolling at the time. Big Derek Jeter fan. <laughs> now you're going to the Hall of Fame this year. Hey, hey yeah, let, yeah. Let me jump in on that too. Do you get a chance to follow the Pirates? Oh, yeah, yeah, no, definitely. I, I love the whole – in Pittsburgh, I love everything in Pittsburgh, man. I love – I became a hockey fan with the Penguins, and I've been to a few Pirate games. Definitely a Pirate fan also now. Awesome. No, I guess just quickly jumping back into the Steeler stuff. Obviously, you've been around this roster for, oh, geez, probably one of the longest tenured defensive players. I think the longest tenured defensive back. Do you recall one practice where you're like, oh, man, we messed up and coach just ground you down? Is there ever one practice that just sticks in your mind like that one was rough? Oh yeah, no, absolutely. Now I remember, we, we I think we got through like a few periods, and then we just it just we weren't clicking on offense, defense, even special teams. It was just a, one of those days, and Coach Tomlin started the whole practice over. I, I don't remember exact, the exact year or date, but he had no problem starting the whole practice over. And then once we started over, we all like knew what time it was, and we all focused and, and got things done. Awesome. So Mike Tomlin obviously ranked amongst the top head coach in the NFL. What are your thoughts on on Coach T? Uh, definitely hands down one of my favorite coaches down to earth. You know, I had an opportunity to be in Buffalo my rookie year, and I've been here in Pittsburgh since. And, you know, it definitely feels like home. You know, in Buffalo, I pretty much only saw the head coaches. And the coaches, like, when I got onto the field, you know, you see Coach Tomlin, you see Mr. Rooney, Colbert. You see them every day in the building, through the locker room, weight room, trainer room. You see them all day, and then that just brings that atmosphere that, that home feeling, with, which what it is, you know, and Coach Tomlin, hands down, greatest, I think the greatest, 
I mean, he can get motivate you. You know, last year it was a definitely we faced a lot of adversity as a team, and he knew what to do and how to get us through the season and get us motivated. Well, you know, 2020 will be your seventh season, like Michael mentioned, associated with the Steelers. Yes. What does it mean? You just mentioned what it meant to play for a coach like Mike Tomlin. What does it mean to play for such a storied organization and a football-obsessed, towel-waving fan base? Yeah, no, it's a blessing, you know. And that's why I mean, I don't take a day for granted, especially with my journey and my and my um the journey I took in the path I took to get where I'm at. You know, just to be where I'm at today is it's a blessing. I don't I put everything I do on the line. I give my all all the time, whether it's in the weight room, in the meeting room, on the field. I give it off, you know, like. Back in 2013, I, after Buffalo Company, I was going four months without football. And, I mean, I, I would, you know, just to get some motivation or anything, I could just think about that time where I was just waiting to get a phone call to even get a workout or to get signed by a team. So whenever I just need some motivation, I just think back to, the, to, that, to those few months where I had no football at all. And it motivates me every day. Now, I hate to steal Brian's question because we yeah. were chatting about this earlier and we really wanted to ask you when Renegade comes on, because he did mention those towels twirling. Yeah. What's that like? What's it like being on the field when that rings out and that stadium just goes nuts? Oh, it's indescribable. I mean, I guess you black out technically. Like, I mean, especially me, because I mean, when they play that on, I'm usually going on a kickoff. It's pretty much going on kickoff or kick return. So I definitely get amped up for that play. You can black out and, you know, it's going to change the energy to the crowd. Everybody screaming in it in Heinz Field, it, it, it brings the, the enjoyment and the excitement out in the whole team, and it pays off for sure. That, that was one question that we had just for the fact that we know what it means to the fans. Yeah, it's, no, it, mean, it means a lot to, to, to me and the whole team. It means a lot. We get in the zone. We know you guys are probably even more hyped than we are. We can't get overhyped, but we got to play. We got to remember our plays, and we got to produce on the field. So it, it, just as hyped as you guys get, we get. It's really now, funny. I, I saw a Facebook video just about two or three years ago after his first year with the Steelers. It was Arthur Motes. He was in a diner with his family, and that song came on. And he did a <laughs> Facebook Live because he was so excited to hear that tune. Was that a was that a song you were even familiar with before you came to Pittsburgh? No, nah, I wasn't. But I'm, I'm familiar with it now. I definitely have it on my playlist on my phone. I mean, I listen to it often. I could, Whenever I need to get hype, I can play it. You know, me, my family, or anybody, I definitely got to – put my friends and filling me on I always put them on with it it beats that song they play in Baltimore uh, that white stripes <laughs> song that, that drives me crazy every time I hear that when I'm watching a Ravens game yeah no, no definitely it does going back uh, a to a season ago uh, when uh, the Steelers traded brought in uh, Mr. Minka Fitzpatrick the defense kind of changed a little bit uh, what what did he bring to the team and what was it like having him in the locker room it was a broad, broad excitement you know it was just I mean he, he came in ready to work, you know, just as soon as he got in, he hit the ground running. Having somebody like that, he's very talented, smart, a great leader. So just bringing that you know, in, the, in the back end, you know, the whole defense working together. Just We knew we started off slow, period. So even before we got Mink, defense was talking about changing things over as a whole unit. So to add him to that, it definitely helped out. And then we just knew we had to change things around because we knew that wasn't like the steal away. So we had that ready. Dave Shipley in our live chat says that Minka credits you for his quick study. Did you did you help him when he came in to get him acclimated? Yeah, no, absolutely. You know, I, I've been I've been in, I've been in the the system for a while, so 
I knew pretty much everything. So I, I wanted to get him going as fast. You know, coaching, they're going to – the coaches are going to go through it. It's a, it's a moving train, so they're going to throw it out there. He got to try to remember, remember it. But as a player, being on the field and then moving is different. So I tried to, you know, get him to where – to think differently on the field and to make it as simple as possible for him. Now, kind of how this offseason's go uh, went so far, rather, uh, the safety position is kind of kind of evolved a little bit. And it, right now it looks like you're going to get a whole lot more playing time on that defensive side. What do you bring to this defense specifically that Steelers fans should be excited about? Nah, God willing, absolutely. I, I, I'm hoping for that. I'm going to work for that for sure. But excitement, you know, just my play, my energy. I love bring the energy out there and then just whatever I can do to contribute to help the defense. You know, I'm, I'm excited every time I get on the field, whether it's our special teams or defense. So whenever I get the opportunity, I just want to put my all out there to do that, to help the team win. The Steelers secondary has definitely grown as a strength for this team. And it wasn't always considered that way in, re in recent history. So what do you attribute that to Jordan? I mean, it just, us gelling together, you know, the whole defense, you know, the, even the, the, the rushers helping out, you know, the, those the front four guys, the linebackers, all that helps out in the back end, you know, just getting that pressure and help us out. Everybody gelling together, like I said already, just um the, com the camaraderie. We spend time together, you know, we, we go out, we, we have dinners uh, at least uh, definitely once a month. We try to get together to build, to build that bond, you know, so building that, that bond and that brotherhood, I think it helps out a lot. Who would you consider to be the leader of that secondary? Is it Joe Hayden? Yeah, nah, Joe, Joe Hayden for sure. You know, he's, he's been in the league, pro bowler, lockdown corner. You know, we definitely have Joe for that. Now, his pairing, obviously, on the other side there, Steven Nelson's brought a, a ton of this team. Playing that back half, is it is it easier just, like, looking at these guys, like, they're going to put the clamps on them, I, I can play a little more play a little more loose? Yeah, yeah, no, the, those guys, they're, they're doing a great job, you know, pretty much – having an island, both of those guys. It definitely makes it easier to help out the, the backers when they got to carry, you know, speed up on, on three and stuff like that to help them out. So this team as a whole, do you think this 2020 Pittsburgh Steelers team is a Super Bowl contender? Absolutely. Absolutely. Let me ask you this. I, I want to continue to talk about the secondary. So I'm um, going into his third season now. Terrell Edmonds um, playing back at safety, a former number one pick in 2018. What does he bring to this team? Because he is uh, he has really uh, led the team as far as uh, snaps the past couple of years, and uh, he it seems like he's really coming into his own. Yeah, no, he is. I I think Terrell will have a breakout year. He's gonna have a breakout year, hands down. He has his two years. He's gonna come in. He's learned the system. Super athletic, very fast, smart. So I have a big expectation for Terrell. I think he's gonna. Um, prove all his doubters wrong. He's going to come out ready to compete and um, do what he has to do. Now, you, you mentioned the doubters there. Of course, there's always social media for whatever reason, people will really kind of dig into guys. Is it hard to block that out? No, it's not. You know, like, at least for me, like, like I said, I use it as motivation and then me being a competitor I am and everybody else, I'm sure it makes everybody better. You know, there's always going to be doubters out there and you got to just prove them wrong. You know, it motivates me. I know it motivates other guys too. So, um, talking about the uh, defensive backfield a little bit more, have you spoken much with the rookies, specifically uh, Mr. Anton Brooks there, and kind of what what does he bring to this uh, to that locker room so far in your online discussions? Yeah, no, nah, he's he gonna bring some. He's gonna bring energy in his place. He is a young guy. Yeah, he, he has to come in ready to work. Of course, you know, hit the ground running. 
I mean, I feel bad. They had the, had the pandemic this year, so it's, I mean, I know it's difficult not just him, but for all the rookies, it was difficult. So they're gonna have a, like a lot of catching up to do if we if we get this uh, season rolling. Do you feel that because of COVID nineteen, veterans have an advantage coming into this season, um, just for having experience with the team, than an undrafted free agent this year? Yeah, yeah, they do. Now, we uh, we had Zach Banner on the show uh, a week ago, uh, and he always has a ton of beef, It's seemingly. Um, of course, it seems like he's big buddies with everyone on the team. What's it like <laughs> kind of working with him? Is he is he just a big goofball, or is he, does he get down to the business too? Uh, no, he gets down to business. You know, I feel like me and me and Banner, we, we're always smiling, like both of us. We're always smiling and trying to have a good time, but I feel like we both have that switch, like when it's time to turn, turn it on and, and compete, you know, we'll do it. You know, I mean, that's my twin. We actually had the same birthday, December 25th on, on Christmas Day. That's my twin. And people always say we, we, we look alike, we resemble each other. So that's, I guess, my, my long-lost twin. <laughs> hey, he, he might have a few inches on you, though. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, definitely. That's my, that's my big, 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 big brother. <laughs> <laughs> Who, who's the funniest guy on the team, then? Nah, uh, he's the funniest guy. I, I, told, him, I told him that recently. Too. Like, you got to be the funniest guy on the team. Definitely. So a lot of big personalities on the team. It seems like a very close knit team, Jordan. Yeah. So let me ask you this. Who do you find comfort with? Who do you hang out with the most on the team? Well, a lot of my guys that I did hang out with, they moved on to other teams. But I mean, like you said, it's a, it's a close locker room. I get along with everybody in the locker room. If I have to go chill with somebody, hang out with somebody, they're there. Like, I mean, I feel like I'm in college, like in that locker room. Like college, you know, you go everywhere with your teammates and so forth and so on. I feel like if I had to hang out with anybody, I can hang out with anybody in that locker room. When somebody has a barbecue or something, I can go there and hang out. So, but my guys were Tyler, Tyler Maddox, Havage, it was LJ Ford, Arthur Moats. Those are my guys right there. They're gone, but you know they're doing their thing, which is good. But like I said, in the locker room, it, it had to, like you said, it had that everybody's close, so I can have a conversation with anybody in the locker room, which is what I love. Now, before we hit uh, a couple live chat things here, um, I was just curious, most memorable game of your career? Of course, the last, what, six seasons, there's been a ton of crazy games. What, what What's the one that sticks out most in your mind? December 25th, 2016. Oh, your birthday. Baltimore Ravens. Baltimore Ravens. The Color hey. Rush game. Yeah, Color Rush game. First time winning the Color Rush. Game, the game came down to the wire. And the winning the AFC North. Get, getting that berth in the playoffs, so that that game was definitely memorable. Besides my, my, besides like you know, also my first start against the Kansas City Chiefs that year, and that oh, was wow. a big win that year too. Yeah, that was yep, that against Kansas City Chiefs that year. I think it was like what I think week three or week four, so it was early in the season. So having my first career start on a, a prime time stage, that holds uh, holds just as much weight though for me too. You know, it's funny that was you're right. That was week four that year, yes. and that was the game that was actually. Uh, that was actually featured on NBC's "This Is Us" as oh. as the uh, the game that uh, Kate watched with her father. Oh wow! Um, and so it was it was a very special. This is us. If you've never watched it, very Steeler oriented. Oh, the man, very I gotta first watch that. that was the game. I gotta yes, watch the, well, they they showed in the background, All but right. uh, the the uh, it's set in Pittsburgh, and the very first scene is a guy on his birthday wearing nothing but a terrible towel, and it's uh, a <laughs> it's so it's a big Steeler oriented show. So it's funny that you mentioned that, and uh, that that game was actually on the TV in the background in that show. Uh, um, 
So we have some we have some fans in the live chat, and they have a lot of questions for you. Um, Dave Shipley throws in this. Um, he throws in ten dollars in the live chat too for us. Uh, so thank you very much, Dave. Off topic. What's your favorite restaurant in the Berg? And thank you for all of your leadership, Danger. Dave, I appreciate that, Dave. Uh, I would say my my favorite restaurant for some reason, not is High Park. You know, that was like one of my first restaurants I went to out there in High Park. I actually uh, got engaged to my wife that uh, in High Park too. But back in uh, 2015, I, I proposed to her after that dinner at High Park. Wow, that's that's absolutely fantastic. And, yeah. And if we've got to talk, we've got to talk about uh, restaurants. If we're going to talk about Steelers food, you know where I'm going yeah. with this next. Primani Brothers. Brothers. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Yeah. Well, what do you eat at Primanti's? I get, I get, um, I guess like the original. I, I get like the they put the beef on there. They got the fries and with with the coleslaw and the and that thick piece of bread. And I'm good. That's all I need. They got everything on there. I know they have. Uh, I, I try to at least get some uh, kind of hot sauce on there. You know what? That's that's the Pittsburgher. That's my favorite too. And we have a Primanti's in Maryland now, Jordan. Oh so, yeah. Yeah. They have, they have, it's funny they have some down here in um. I think more south down in Miami. I'm in, I'm in, Palm, in West Palm Beach right now. But they, they do have a few, I think, down in Miami. Now, we do have another uh, comment down. Uh, Snowman puts $2 in the tips jar. He wants to know what it's like playing with Joe Hayden. Uh, Joe Hayden, I mean, it, it's a blessing to just watch him work, you know. He's great. He does, I mean, he's a, as, as professional as it gets, you know, in the film room, off the field, in the weight room. He, he puts the work in, and, I mean, it shows on Sundays. So just to watch him work, you know, it motivates me. It motivates the whole team, and it's a blessing to watch him work. Now, a little bit earlier in the show here, you talked about uh, those Color Rush jerseys. What was it like the first time you guys saw those? Because I think us as fans think they're pretty clean, so I'm sure the locker room was pretty hype. Oh, yeah, no. That's, I mean, well, I think, I believe we're 5-1 and one now. We were undefeated until, like, the, the Buffalo game last year. So we're 5-1, and one, you know. When we, when we wear them, we, we love them, you know. We love them probably more than you guys love them. You put them on, you know, you look oh. good, you feel good, you play good. So that's the, that's the feeling we get when, when we put the color rushes on. Now, I got to disagree with you on that because <laughs> everybody loves those color rush. The, yeah, the straight I, I, black, I the whole. More, Ten times more than. <laughs> they, they love them more than the bumblebees. And you had a chance to wear the bumblebees, right, in yes. 2014. What did yes, you think of those? I, I loved them. I got, I got it. After that game, I got it framed up. So. I have that for for life, for, for the memory for sure. And then that was my actually my first time wearing it, and it was our last time wearing it, so I definitely had to save it. So, do you have a collection of other players' jerseys? I know the jersey swaps kind of become uh, pretty popular these days. Do you do you have any uh, any other ones hanging up on your wall? Yeah, no, I got I got a few. I've been, I've been getting my collection of you know just definitely guys you know that I've been that saw me through my journey. You know, especially guys like um, I got L.J. Ford's jersey, I got Nikel Roby's jersey, I got Moses jersey. I got um, a few guys I played in college with from the FCS level. So, you know, just seeing guys that kind of took the same route I took and kind of been through a journey I, I, I went through, I feel like we all motivate each other and, you know, we have the same respect for each other, for sure. Donald Nolan asks, what would a perfect season be for you as far as playing time and expectations for yourself in 2020? Uh, one, staying healthy, for sure, staying healthy. Um, stats wise, definitely want to be top five in special team tacklers. You know, I'm always out there. I want to be that and getting, getting a, a good amount of uh, playing time on defense. You know, I don't definitely want to be a starter, God willing, one year in the future. You know, that's still the goal, but getting, getting a certain amount of percentage snaps, 
even if it's just like maybe 10 to 20 snaps a game, that would be awesome. So I'm still working for that. Now, go ahead, Lance. Sorry. So uh, Lance Williams is, um, he is one of our podcasters here. You could hear him um, with me on Sundays and also on Fridays with Yeah, I Said It on Sundays with the Homer and the Hater Show and the Standard is the Standard on fr- uh, uh, Wednesdays. I'm giving a plug for Lance. And Lance is a big Cal Bears fan, so he he and Zach Banner had a little thing going back and forth on, on the message board last week. Um, but Lance asked, are there defined free safety and strong safety positions? I mean, yeah. I mean, for us, it, it got to be interesting. You got to know both because it changes up. If it, motion can change, you go from free safety to strong safety with uh, just a single motion on the offense. So for us, we definitely have to know strong and free. Now, is there one specific player that you'd say on the team that's like, dang, that guy's the best player on this team, or even in the entire NFL, who's the best player you played either with or against? With, well, I mean, well, definitely, I mean, at 2014, I got a, I got a chance to be next to Troy Polamalu. Like, you know, that was my idol growing up, and just to, to be in the same, on the same field in the same meeting room as him and just hearing him talk and his knowledge of the game, it definitely brought light to me. Like, I can see why he is who he is, you know? Now, you mentioned Troy. Of course, tons of yeah. us, I'm sure, were just huge Palomalu fans. What he was able to do is just completely outstanding. Is there one moment that sticks out in your mind? Because he's made some ridiculous plays. What's the best Palomalu play? Uh, <laughs> I mean, all the ones where he jumped over the, over the top. Over the top. He got a QB sack pretty much, you know. And um, it was definitely that the one-handed pick in the snow, I believe. Oh, yeah. When he put that, when he put that hand out, I mean, that, that was just very freakish of him. You know, just to see him make plays like that, it, it – it's motivating and definitely try to play like him. Now, if if you were to try to jump over the line of scrimmage and uh, missed it, uh, how how would the coaches react to that? Uh, no, I'll be up the field. I mean, I, me personally, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. If I even, like, you know, I don't know. I probably won't even see the field again. <laughs> so, Troy's probably the only guy who could get away with that. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. Troy definitely did. It. did it, I mean, it, it comes with film study. That's why I mean, he put the work in and he knew what was coming, when it was coming. So they that he had his he had his free time to like do what he had to do because he watched film and he was a vet and he played a lot of teams multiple times and knew it was coming when it was coming and that's why he made so many plays were you all planning on going to the uh, hall of fame ceremony with the hall of fame game being in canton this year to uh, watch troy and coach cower get in well i'm not sure if we would be able to watch because i know we had it back in 2015 when jerome bettis got inducted but we didn't get a chance. I played in that Hall of Fame game too, but we didn't get a chance to actually go to the ceremony or anything. You know, it was a very a regular business trip for us, you know, travel the day before the game and do a day before the game things. John Trent asked, are you a gamer? If so, what games you get down with? Also, I respect your game and character. John, I appreciate that. That means a lot. I, I am a little bit of a gamer, but I mean, I'm not really a Call of Duty guy or Fortnite guy. I'm simple. I, I play Madden. I play Madden when I do get some time, and I try to get on Madden. I try to perfect my craft at Madden, you know. I know there's some good talent out there in Madden, so I just try to do that. Have Have you gotten that uh, Madden beta code yet for 21? Have you played the new game? No, nah, no, nah, not, not yet. Not yet. <laughs> you got to ask the Steelers. I know they're giving them out. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, I got it. Soon. Hopefully soon I get that. Um, we got uh, Ezra in. Oh, yeah. Um, who's the biggest threat in the AFC North? Um, we, he lists Odell, AJ Green, or Hollywood Brown. Uh, the biggest, I mean, all of them are big. All of them are going to be big for us, especially as far as defense. I mean, AFC North is stacked, I think, on offense on all the teams. So we're going to have to be ready to be ready every week. We play uh, AFC North. You know, AFC North ball is big. 
So we're going to see those team, each team twice, and they're going to bring it. You know, they play different. Every team plays different when they play the Steelers, absolutely. So we got to bring it every time. All those teams have talent, and all those guys are the big threats. Donald Nolan doesn't have a question. He just says, your health and availability has made you an essential piece on the team. Mad respect to you, Jordan. Here we go, Steelers. Donald, I appreciate that. I could definitely agree with that because if I, were, if I wasn't healthy and I, could, I couldn't stay out there, yes, it would have been costly for me for sure. Thank you for that. Now, this is a big one. Uh, sorry, there's a little bit of news going on here. I'll load this one back up. Um, possibility of playing with no fans in the stands. I know Green Bay uh, issued a statement of their season ticket holders to be prepared to have no fans in the stadium. Mm-hmm. What would that be like? Oh, man. I mean, I guess right now it's kind of like a 50-50. You know, I, I know as much as everybody else knows. You know, I don't know exactly what they're thinking or how they would be. Like, even if they have fans back 20 rows with even like a glass, like a hockey around it or something, you know, I don't know how, how they're going to do it. But, I mean, without fans, it would be different. But, I mean, just the fact that, you know, every game is still going to probably be nationally televised or some way, somehow, you know, you know there's going to be people watching. So, it's gonna, we'll be motivated. The crowd definitely helps when it's 70,000 screaming in Hansfield. It helps a lot. So, it'll be different. But me personally – Playing at the FCS level, I didn't have like seventy thousand every week, you know. So I feel like I'll kind of be used to it, but I definitely it's different when it's seventy to eighty thousand screaming. Yeah, I played D two. I think we had like uh, a thousand people each week, so I, I yeah. feel that. <laughs> and I didn't play at all. <laughs> I just watched a lot and I talked. How about that? I mean, um, I mean we practice every day without fans, so you know, it's just it'll just be a up tempo practice and you know, ready to go. Do you feel that there's going to be less parity this year because of the possibility of no fans in the stands and because of the possibility of uh, with with COVID being over the landscape of everything? And the reason I'm saying that is because it seems you need to be more prepared as a team and the better teams are going to have better records and the lesser teams, and there's going to be less middle of the road. Yeah, no, no, definitely. I mean, the way it's looking right now, the team that prepares the best, the team that that faces this adversity the best and comes together, it will probably be the team that comes on top, you know, because it's going to be different this year, you know, absolutely. It's going to be messy. And, you know, we've been talking about that in in our meetings and stuff. And, you know, we're a team that we love adversity, you know. Coach Tomlin loves adversity and he loves coaching against it, coaching with it, you know, getting us right and and amped up and prepared for that, you know. He loves that and he, he does a great job at it. So him leading us the way, you know, I like us. I like our chances. Now, before we get out of here, I just really want to give you an opportunity just to m- maybe mention, because there's so much going on in the world today, is uh, do you have any thoughts on uh, what's going on? As in uh, the uh, pandemic or like the uh, social justice? All of it. All of it. Yeah, I mean, it's a hard time, you know, the pandemic and the, everything with the, in the, with the social justice is it's crazy, you know, but I mean, I feel like as a, as a, as a whole world, we could definitely come through, you know, it's definitely not, not fixed yet. But I feel like we're heading in the right direction as a, as a whole, you know. So just, you know, baby baby steps, you know, it can't be one big leap. So, you know, just little by little. And, you know, we've got to build it. Brian, you got anything uh, left for us here? No, Jordan, thank you so much for taking your time on Independence Day to hang out with us. A great interview. We loved uh, all of your answers. We're really looking forward to this 2020 season. And we hope to catch up with you real soon. Go Thanks, Steelers. Absolutely. Thank you. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Enjoy your day. Enjoy your holiday and stay safe out there still.
All right, Steelers fans, we'll sign off here. Jordan will chat with you just a little bit more off screen here. Guys, thank you for tuning in. Uh, As always, tune in, tell a friend, and subscribe. See you guys.